1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen see. and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. And I just want to give NetHealth a very big thank you for being a sponsor all year long. It's has meant so much to us and we love them so much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, thank you. And NetHealth has created the Redoc Patient Portal, which provides a secure line of communication between you and your patients. So you can do things like video conferencing for telehealth, secure messaging to respond to non-urgent questions. You can share documents and photos. And the patient has 24-7 secure on-demand access to their therapy health information without phone calls and voice messages, which is awesome. To learn more, you can contact them at Redoc, that's R-E-D-O-C, at nethealth.com. Okay, on to today's episode. It is our annual end of the year episode where we... Give thanks for uh, all of the good things that happened over the year. Uh, 2020 was obviously a year unlike any other year previous. And so we do talk about our ups and our downs because you, you, can't, you can't, everything can't always be rainbows and unicorns. And so we talk about both the ups and the downs of the year, what we're looking forward to next year. And joining me is Dr. Jenna Cantor, Dr. Julie Sias, Uh, Dr. Lex Lancaster couldn't join with us because she was uh, unavailable uh, during the taping of this, but we love her and we thank her for all of her work. And Jenna and Julie have just been uh, an amazing part of the podcast and we're so, so happy. I'm so, so happy to have them on board. And so what we talk about today is kind of how to overcome bad Google reviews for your business Uh, how to be a new mom and what to do with your business when you're a new mom. Julie's a new mom. Um, And then just kind of what we went through this year and what we're really hoping uh, for next year. So I want to thank Julie and Jenna for coming on, and I want to thank Lex for being a part. And everyone, enjoy today's podcast, and we'll see you in 2021. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, we're having an end of the year wrap up. We've done this every year, almost every year since the start of the podcast. And I'm joined by Dr. Jenna Cantor, Dr. Julie Sias, and perhaps Dr. Lex Lancaster. She is currently driving through Parts Unknown in Vermont. So if she can hop in, she can. If not, maybe we'll get her in at... at, uh, at another time. But uh, I just want to highlight the people who make this podcast happen because it is certainly not my myself and myself alone. It's just impossible. Um, so Jenna has been doing interviews for a couple of years now and Julie has kind of been on board since the beginning almost. I would say close to the beginning, right? I think it's been five years. For yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah. So she's been uh, part of the podcast behind the scenes, doing um, the show notes beautifully. Um, and then Lex Lancaster has been on board for the past year doing helping with graphics. Um, so I just it's for me, this is a big thank you to to you ladies for being uh, so wonderful and generous with your time and your gifts. So thank you so much. And let's start. So what I wanted to kind of start with is kind of talking about our highs and lows of 2020. So if you're listening, I mean, we we all know that 2020 has been an exceptionally uh, difficult year for almost everyone. Um, started out okay, for most people, and then really started to go downhill pretty quick. So let's talk about, and then hi, like even through this, I think it's also important to note that good things have happened as well. So Jenna, why don't we start with you? Why don't you uh, let the listeners know kind of what's been your high and what's kind of been your low of 2020?
0: Hi, mom. I just want to first give a shout out to my mom, (laughs) like I'm on a TV show. So I just want to say hi, mom. I love you so much. Thank you for giving birth to me that one beautiful morning or afternoon, I'm not sure. Um, Oh, 2020. Well, the low, I would say where, oh, I want to talk about this because I know there are other practice owners who have dealt with it. And I was a, um, I was bullied and harassed online. And, uh, and, and this was for a group in which I do musical theater readings. It's a great group. I, it's that I run, and it's where I get a lot of patience. But the majority of people I know on there, I just know through musical theater and just performing and doing readings. And there were people who did not like how I ran the group, but just like any place, there are people who don't like what you do, so they go off and do their own thing. And I eventually made a decision to block them out of my life because I didn't want this small section of people to still be present and judging me. I mean, I don't know about you. I like to feel the love in the room, not the hate. So I did that as a gift for myself finally, which did, was very good. I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, just even knowing that they were around. Unfortunately, I wasn't strong enough to just handle it. I wish I could say I was, but I was like, nope, I'm really unhappy right now with their presence And they decided to go after my business and write false Google reviews. I was fine with the public social media posts on Facebook and everything, you know, didn't saying my, you know, denouncing me. I was fine with that. I knew they were going to do that. That's why I kept them in my life for so long because I was so fearful of the public humiliation they would be aiming for. But then I was very okay with it by the time I did it. You know, you come to that piece. But to me, the lowest part was having, um, and still dealing with it, dealing with these false Google reviews um, where they've never been paid patients ever, ever. Um, So I I think that was, was a big low. Uh, Yeah. And, and knowing that we're all going through it um, and it's a hard year for so many of us, I felt like I had less people I could talk to about it because everyone's dealing with so much crap right now. Um, so I would say that was like a very, very low point for me. And I know people have had so much worse. So I do want to acknowledge that this is so minuscule. Um, I'm lucky my family is healthy. My uh, my friends have been healthy during this. Very, very lucky. But that was my own little piece of um, HE double toothpicks, fix. As positives go. I'm trying not to swear. I'm doing a good job, You can swear. You can swear if you want. (laughs) you be proud. Miss America waves and that's As And and do positive right back to back? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. The positive, uh, I I would say is, I'm not going to talk, I'm going to focus on business since I was already talking about business. I'll keep it on that. Um, Was the different branch my practice took. Every business in physical therapy has been dealt with some sort of crap. If they haven't, I'm so happy for you. But a lot of us have really dealt with some sort of big shift and, and stress and strain and sleepless nights, especially at the beginning of this. In some states, it's pretty new. It's new for the practices. For me, during the shift, I was focusing on expanding more in person. And then, of course, I started doing more telehealth. And now... I'm 100% telehealth. Yes, I refer out if they're not appropriate for for telehealth. Yes. I'm 100%. I don't see myself going back because one, I love it. And that's the first thing. Two, the performers I work with, most of them can't afford that in person. Um the, most of them can't. Most of them don't have health insurance. And then the last thing with my practice, I've developed these wellness programs. Yes, they're injury prevention, but honestly, no performers are Googling injury prevention. They're like, my ankle hurts. I can't do kinky boots. What's up? So, but with these wellness programs, it's not physical therapy. It's the many humans out there in the singing, acting, dancing world where they get the help they need from a PT And then they're discharged when they're you know, quote, healthy, but their body's still not functioning to where they ultimately want it to be. That's where I'm coming in. And it's great, it's this these group programs, it's really supportive. I definitely have my own jokes in there. I'm a hundred percent myself. If anybody knows me, you're like, got it. Um, and it's and it's just a joy. The bonding, the the growth everyone gets physically to get to where they is just it's it's been the such a rewarding discovery uh, and and uh, a lot of work to make it happen but well worth it because I'm just I'm happy man like when you really get to do what you really want to do without even knowing that's what you really wanted to do all along until you actually get to do it that's what I'm living right now so yeah I'm pretty happy about that so that's, that's my positive great. and I'll take it to the bank
1: great. Now let's, let's take a step back to um, not to harp on the negative, but um, because I think this might help other people listening. What did you do when you were like, oh my gosh, I'm getting these Google reviews for my business. I've never seen them. What did you do to um, mitigate that situation or if it's even possible?
0: After crying and vomiting, um let's see. Uh what was the next? Uh, I I vomit when I get really stressed out. That's a new discovery in 2020. Hmm. I don't recommend it. Um it doesn't make you slimmer just saying. Um <laughs> so I do not promote that. Um okay. Uh so I already have a lawyer, but I even I I contacted Aaron Jackson who's a great human. Um my lawyer Stephanie Rodin, but I just, you know, who do I contact first because I knew this was now in some sort of it's the physical therapy world. We have HIPAA, we have so many things legally we need to be careful about. And as much as I say swear words and I joke like, there's liability for these things. like, But this was just, how do I handle this? Because Google reviews specifically, which I was fearful, I pre-reported these people before it happened because there was no way to block them on Google. Um, not because they were going to, I was going a little bit in, in the cuckoo's nest, like how do I keep preventing because they're doing all this stuff, fine, on social media, but just in case, let's pre-protect, there was no way to. Well, getting Google reviews is difficult. So here's some things that you can do by hand that are suggested. Um, uh, they, you can have friends report it. And if you have friends report it, make sure you have it written out exactly where they need to click, step-by-step step what they need to do. Uh, and, and boom, bada-bing. Another thing that I did is I contacted the patients I felt comfortable contacting, because that is a thing, um, saying this is going on I've never gotten a review from you. Would you please write a review so I can get some actual from actual patients on here? So I did outreach to those individuals as well, um, which was great in that sense. I mean, talking about like, you know, an unexpected positive. So that was good. Um, then with my lawyer, which we're still in the process of doing this, a little bit slower in the holidays. And also, I'm just personally not in any rush because I got so stressed out about it that just like, I'm okay. I've got, I've gotten zero patients from Google reviews, so it's not the mm-hmm. end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, she's writing out in legal jargon, what I'm going to be now sending to Google to ask for it to be, and it's according to their policies, why these are inappropriate reviews. Uh, and so that is, um, what our next step is. I have not met with anyone else yet, but because of in light of how bored people are, are during the pandemic, and they're putting a lot more emphasis on these negative things, mm-hmm. uh, no matter how small or how big. Um, uh, they, um, I, I am in the process of being connected with a lawyer through my lawyer um, uh, to learn when I need to do a cease and desist and when I, when I know it's actually necessary. I still am getting a little bit harassed by them, but I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm good right now. But I do want to know, and that I look forward to learning to be able to share with people like, hey, here is when you hire the lawyer officially. Mm -hmm. Because that is a good question. Lawyers should get paid for what they're doing, but Mm -hmm. it's just knowing when you bring that in, which is a very big deal that I think should just be common knowledge. And then where we were able to get one review. Oh, there's also a thing after you submit in there's, you can um, write a post about it on Twitter and you tag um, people with Google. I forget who you tag. Uh, you guys will have to Google it. You'll have to Google the Google thing, but um, you can do, I didn't to get that far. I also was so hesitant to do that because it would take it into the physical therapy world at large of oh what's this shit going down with jenna i'm like oh my god like it's literally children who are upset about musical theater readings has nothing to do Mm -hmm. like no okay and then um uh, my husband was helpful he was able to get one of the reviews down by reporting the person's profile and that was very good um so that was one um there's are still uh, two that have written reviews. There are three uh, with just one star reviews mm-hmm. without writing anything, mm-hmm. um, and none of them have been patients. Um, and uh, we believe that they created two false profiles to put in two of those one star reviews.
1: Interesting.
0: Um, but at the end of the day, they're not in my my rolodex yeah. of patients. So yeah, yeah, they're not patients. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, a bit of a journey. Um, mm. dealing with it. But that's a little bit of what I did. There's not one way to do it. There are suggestions on responding to the person um, where you can say, hey, i um, so sorry to hear of this complaint. I don't have any records of you as a patient. Please feel free to email me at mm. because there's no conversations that happen within yeah. the feed. It's like your reply and that's it. And people can look at it.
1: That's actually, that could be pretty helpful.
0: Uh, my, my lawyer said right now don't just because mm. we she was like, let's just let's just I'm fine with waiting right now. Yeah, you know, when the level of stress gets yeah. so high, it got real bad for me to be throwing up from stress is a very yeah. big thing. So uh, the fact that I'm not throwing up, I'm doing well is good. So I'm okay with it being a slow occurrence, because my body does start to shake going back mm. into that world, which to me is also just another recognizer of why it's important to know when it's time to block certain people from your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if, they're making you shake and vomit because you're stressing, like they're just not meant to be in your life. It's fine. Yeah. It's that simple, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, a, it's a very humbling, very embarrassing, uh, situation to be dealing with. Um, but I have learned that there are, there are definitely a lot more businesses right now dealing with that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wish people invested more time in the positive stuff to raise up to be the positive changes that we want rather than let's just tear people down. Yeah. Uh, because in that action, the wrong people are being torn down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And also, thanks for sharing what you did to kind of help as best you can at the moment, kind of rectify some of that because now if people are listening and they go through that as well, they'll have at least an idea of like, okay, well, here's a place where I can start. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah, if anybody ever wants to talk some crap about what you're dealing with, I'm here for you.
1: Yeah, great. All right, Julie, let's go to you to your 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 ups and downs of I, I have a feeling that your your high and low point might kind of be the
2: same thing but I don't, I don't know. So go ahead. I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Yeah. So I actually remember when we did this show last year, I said that I wanted 2020 to be more of a focus on more of my personal life and focusing on family and things in that direction, because in the past it had been all about my business and Everybody has had challenges in the physical therapy world with their business and we have, with Newport Coast Physical Therapy, we've actually come out strong and that isn't really what I wanted to focus on because it's supposed to be personal. So I guess for my lows, hmm. So me and Wade, we've been together for 11 years. We had our 11 year anniversary. And when we're thinking about starting a family and everything, we were like, okay, we have to kind of celebrate the last year that we're going to have together, just me and you. So 2020, we had like all these things planned for our relationship. We were going to go to Switzerland, literally the day of the lockdown. That was our flight to Switzerland. And we were like, oh no. Okay. So we can't do that. And then we had planned some things in the states, like going to national parks, and all those ended up closing down. And then <laughs> and then I, I'm pregnant, I was pregnant with twins throughout all this. So then as you know, I get further along in my pregnancy, it's getting harder to do anything just because pregnancy You're can count yeah. for one baby, but with two babies, it was just like uh, I could give birth at any day, so I don't really want to be too far away from the hospital and everything. Mm -hmm. So I would say that for the lows, me and Wade didn't really get to kind of celebrate our last year together just as us.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And which is fine. You know, we, we, we made it work and did some other things, but I think that we didn't get to kind of grieve that aspect of our relationship changing. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but The highs, obviously, I had my twins, Mm -hmm. (laughs) August and Weston, and they're three months old right now. They are actually, uh, let's see, they're one month adjusted. So they were born two months early and they spent about two months in the NICU. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but given all the COVID and everything going on, luckily there was plenty of resources for my babies and they had great medical care and are super healthy now. So yeah, my high is definitely having my two boys. Mm -hmm. They're adorable and they're definitely a lot of work, (laughs) all consuming basically, but (laughs) hopefully in the next year, I'll get a better swing of, you know, balancing family life and managing my business and everything. So that's kind of a bit of a summary of my 2020.
1: Now let's, let's talk about um, quickly for because you know a lot of people listen to this podcast. They're physical therapists. It might be entrepreneurs, women, kind of around uh, in in your stage of life who are thinking about I'm going to have children and what's going to happen to my business. How am I going to do this? So, do you have any advice? And and what have you done with your business as and? I mean, twins, oh, my goodness. But we should say that Julie is also a twin. So it's not shocking that you had twins.
2: No, I wasn't surprised when yeah. they said that I was having twins. I was like, you know what? There was a chance that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I would say that for anybody that's in kind of a similar life stage, I fortunately, since my business model is pretty flexible in the sense that I can pick and choose when I take on patients, I don't have much business overhead just because of the, the mobile concierge mm-hmm. type practice model that it's good for being a mom because I can kind of pick and choose when I want to take on clients. I would say that if you're you know, the breadwinner of the family, that's a really tough position to be in because it is it is really hard to balance everything because I'm gonna be able to you know pick and choose clients that I wanna see when I wanna see them. And not everybody has that flexibility. So if you do own your business, it is a good time that maybe you could take a step back and be more on the business management side of things where you can do things from home, from your computer, and then hire somebody to go out and actually do the service and I actually have a therapist that is doing some client visits for me right now, which oh, thankful it's my my best friend so she's really chill to work with, but that could be a strategy that some people take mm-hmm. on is that they end up doing some of the business management side of things instead.
1: Yeah. So you're still working in the business. You're just not out in the field, so to speak, because yeah. you, I mean, if, when you have a new, a new, a newborn, I can only imagine that it takes up a lot of your time.
2: Yeah. Every two to three hours, which, you know, if you're, you've never been around kids, I was surprised. <laughs> they eat that frequently. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: And you've got two of them, two mouths to feed. Oh, that's so funny. And what, I guess, what has been your biggest, uh, aside from, you know, not getting a lot of sleep, um, from being a new mom, is there anything that surprised you aside from how much children eat? And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with Julie's answer. This episode is brought to you by NetHealth, helping you maintain strong relationships with your patients. The Redoc Patient Portal provides a secure line of communication between you and your patients. Conduct virtual visits and have follow-up conversations with your patients via secure messaging when it's convenient for you. Patients have 24-7 secure, on-demand access to their therapy health information without phone calls and voice messages. Video conferencing for telehealth, secure messaging, share documents and photos, and view health information and appointments. To learn more, contact them at redoc at nethealth.com.
2: I'm trying to think. I think that the reality of taking care of a baby, like I guess I thought it would be not as much of my time, but maybe it's because I have twins. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know any about anything about this. But it literally is like a 24-7 type situation right now. And I can only imagine for people that are going back to work at this point, because technically I've been off work for three months Mm -hmm. and not a lot of women are able to do that. They have to go back to work. I could see how challenging that would be because if my twins were still in the NICU, so say I took off that six weeks of maternity leave and then had to go back to work before they even came home, that Mm -hmm. would be so tough to juggle. So it is a lot of work. Like it's the hardest job, just, just the physical toll it takes to be up and take care of babies. It's, it's tough. And have you had pelvic health physical therapy? So I actually haven't gone to a pelvic health physical therapist, not because of anything against it. I just haven't noticed any symptoms. Okay. So. I do actually have a couple of friends that are specialists in pelvic floor PT that I could reach out to. Maybe they would be testing me for certain things and be like, yeah. hey, we need physical therapy. So that could be something I do in the future, but it's, yeah. yeah, I fortunately have had like a very good recovery and haven't had to deal with anything on the surface at least.
1: Excellent. That's so nice. Well, I love hearing your, your ups and downs and and we should also say, because I don't know that Lex is going to uh, be able to come on here. Maybe we can splice her in later. But she did get married. So I can assume that would be her high point. If it's not, then she's she's going to have some answering to her new brand new husband. Um, I would assume that's her high point. And she also started her own practice in New Hampshire, which I would assume could, would also be a high point for her as well. Um, and then, what do you see happening moving forward what are you what do you what are your goals your dreams, if you will, for twenty twenty one Jenna I'll throw it back to you.
0: Ah, uh, goals and dreams well, uh we are moving to Pittsburgh. It's taken almost a full year, so I'm looking forward to moving there with my husband, and I have a dream office room because I'm an actor as well still. And it's going to be decorated Disney theme. So I'm really excited to decorate and make my imagination finally come true and have the walls of Tangled with the lanterns hanging from the ceiling and have all my different collectibles up on display and my lights and, and my cameras and everything up permanently so I don't have to keep putting it down and putting it under the bed in a New York studio apartment. I, that will be like,
2: me cannot wait cannot wait Julie how about you I'm definitely going to be going to Switzerland guys I don't know how it's going to happen I rebooked these tickets like three times and I don't know it's going to happen in 2021 I'm awesome. going to bring tater tots with me it's going to happen. <laughs> well what, yeah go ahead Karen I was going to say
1: I if if all goes well with 2021 i'll be in switzerland in uh, november so uh, you can come to a course write it off oh my goodness that's a great idea what is the course the course is only one day and if it happens um i will tell you about it because i don't think it's been announced officially yet um but it's just a one-day course so you can go to switzerland just pop over to Bern for one day and then you pop out Oh my goodness. It's this like the, it it's the week yeah. It's the uh the I think it's like the Thursday or Friday before Thanksgiving.
2: All right. That'll be good cuz the twins will be over 1 years old. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Throwing it out hey, there. Hey guys, <laughs> 2021 I will be in Switzerland. It's going to happen. Awesome. Well, I have to say Switzerland is really really beautiful.
1: So I'm sure you will love it. Love it, love it. I don't know. Should I talk about my highs and lows, I guess? Yeah, Karen, we have to do
2: highs and lows.
1: Um, So I guess my lows were, um, I think when when everything happened here in New York and Jenna can probably corroborate this, but it it was a little scary, you know, because it was, everything locked down. Not that it locked down so quickly, but, um, and nobody really knew what was going on. And I think that was a big low. And, and I think I had, again, the sleepless nights and the anxiety about well, what's what, what will happen with my practice? What am I going to do? I see people in their homes, like you couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. And and so I think that the, that sort of stress around that was um, definitely, a low point um, professionally. And then personally, well, my boyfriend and I broke up, but that's probably for the best in the long run. Um, uh, And then my sister had some health troubles, So it was a big sort of, just like everyone else, 2020 was like a big sort of shit show. Um, But that being said, The not knowing what I was going to do for work and being stressed as a low point turned into, I would say, a high point, along with Jenna, is I started integrating telehealth, which is something I will continue to do. So now I do probably see half the people in person and half people via telehealth, and I love it. I love doing it. I think it's it's working very well. Um, And I was also able to launch um, a business program to help physical therapists, uh, with the business on the business side of things. And that's been really fulfilling and getting, um, nice reviews from that, from people who have taken the course. So that, which makes me very happy. Cause my whole anxiety was uh, wrapped around that was like, what if people take it? And they hate it and they think it's stupid and they don't want to do it. What am I going to do? And, and so, you know, you have all these doubts about like self-doubts about what you do as a person and what you do, as a therapist professionally. So I think those were, it was sort of a mixed bag of highs and lows. Um, and I guess what I'm looking forward to, I too am looking forward to going to Switzerland. Um, and, uh, and just being able to travel and see people like I would really love to see my parents who I haven't seen in almost a year. And so that would be lovely. Um, Because we did not, I did not see family for Thanksgiving or Christmas and probably won't until we all are vaccinated, Um, just to give everyone a little sense of that, like we're doing the right thing. Um, So I think that's my, the biggest things I'm looking forward to is seeing my family, being able to see friends in person um, and colleagues in person, because, you know, we miss seeing all of you guys too, you know. So I think that's the things that I'm most looking forward to for 2021 is and I don't I don't think that things will go back to the way they were quote unquote but uh I think that there'll be an improvement on where we are now. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I think having our support systems slowly return is going to be really really, you know, fulfilling to just for humans. Like we love human contact Mm -hmm. friendships and our relationships having all those kind of slowly come back together is going to be amazing
1: yeah yeah I love the way you put that having our support systems back is huge
2: yeah hugging hugging (laughs)
1: yeah I miss hugs I miss hugs. I know I know one of my friends hugged me like a friend that lives here in New York she hugged me I was like I didn't know what to do I froze up I was like oh my god what is she doing hugging
0: is so good why my husband gives me time limits for my hugs because i'll keep <laughs> hugging uh, but i love hugs and i miss hugs yeah. I, I even miss the well this is a musical theater specific thing but going to a musical theater audition and all the annoying screams of people reuniting with someone they only saw just a week ago
1: you know
0: because <laughs> you know, we all want to feel cool by the people we see and know but then we do it too when we run into the people we haven't seen. So yeah. I'm guilty of it. Um, but yeah, hugging, hugging is just beautiful.
2: Yeah, human contact. A, what if on my flight to Switzerland I have a layover in New York, and then I can see you? <laughs> and Perfect. <we> hug. <laughs> yeah. What <if> that
1: <laughs> have a quick have a quick one day layover? and then off to switzerland oh i know i forget you're in california it's such a long flight
0: you would need to get pizza you would need to get lavaine's cookies oh yeah um uh uh and what else what else would food wise i'm thinking i always think food
1: Yeah. I just had, I just had a Levain cookie a couple of weeks ago. Oh, i like eating close to it. Too. I live only a couple blocks. So Levain bakery was, it got really, really popular because of Oprah. It was like one of Oprah's favorite things, like oh, maybe really? a decade ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. they're so popular, but the cookies are like scones. Mm. Like they're thick and gigantic. Like I got a cookie. It took me like three days to eat it.
0: Yeah, no, they're thick um it's
1: it's a lot of it's a lot of cookie dough there um but they are they are pretty delicious not uh, you'd swear we were sponsored by levain speaking of sponsors i have to say thank you to our sponsor net health
2: (laughs) segue right there that was a great segue
1: (laughs) just came to me so net health has been sponsoring the podcast for a couple of years and i'm really really grateful and thankful to them and their support their continued support um and NetHealth has grown by leaps and bounds since uh they first started sponsoring the podcast. And so I'm really happy to see their growth. They're a Pittsburgh company, by the way, Jenna. Oh. Yep, Pennsylvania Company. Um, and uh and so I'm really it's really been exciting for me to see their growth and their movement upward and the fact that they are doing their best to help healthcare providers, which I think is awesome. And they also have, and not that they're telling me to say this, but they really do have some really good webinars. So, and they're usually free. So if you want like good webinars business-wise, they really have some good stuff, especially if um, cash-based or non-cash-based. So I would definitely check out their webinars because they're all pretty good and usually free. I like free. Yeah, and everybody loves free. Um, Okay. So, um, I guess I'll ask you guys one last question, knowing where you are now in your life and in your career, what advice would you give to your younger self?
2: Okay. I should be prepared for this because because I know this happens every single episode and yet I did not think this question was coming at me. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing to come to mind, and I think it's important is that you should always maintain a sense of curiosity about everything going on in your life, professionally, personally. I think that if you're open-minded and you can kind of think on things a little bit differently, just because you're not closed off, you might be able to see solutions in ways that you didn't think of before. So that is very theoretical, but I just think that that kind of vibe if you maintain that sense of curiosity about everything, it can kind of lead you in new directions. What do you think? I think that's great advice. Oh my and, God, I'd love that.
0: I, I love. I, um, it. I feel like I should have gone first because it naturally segues to what you
2: just said. Oh, so let's Karen can always splice this. Oh no, no I'm oh, not no, no, no. I think it's
0: perfect. i it <laughs> so <not> <laughs> I loved it. I was like, oh, you know, like for me, I get my best ideas on the toilet, but I still I thought that was amazing. Um, I, I was thinking um the first thing that popped into my head was um don't waste your time on the bitches. Focus on where what your vision is for your life and put all your energy into that as it and this, which is why it's segues like so good to yours. You're yeah. Like, and now light the candles. I was like, oh my god, this
1: is perfect. It's so great. Perfect. Well, I think that's both great advice, and and I know I ask this question every time, um, and how I would answer it, knowing where I am now in my life and in my career. I think that what I would tell myself, even like fresh out of out of college, is. It kind of goes along with maybe what a combination of what you guys both said. But what I would tell myself is to don't limit myself by what I see other people doing. Because sometimes, like when I first graduated, I knew PTs worked in a hospital, they worked in a clinic, and that was kind of it. You know, and so I didn't never saw that sort of broader vision. And so I think I would tell myself to. Look to people outside of the profession to help you improve your state in your own profession. And seek out those people um, that have that genuinely have an interest in you as a person and and want to be a part of your life and a part of your success. because I think I've fallen victim to people who I thought have my best interests at heart. and I'm a trusting person. And as it turns out, they did it. (laughs) So I think really, I think as you get older, you sort of, you maybe, maybe I just have a better sense of who I am and what I want. And so I'm no longer kind of easily swayed and convinced by people who in the end don't really have my best interest
2: at heart. But so. that's one of the qualities I love about you, though, Karen, is how trusting you are. I think that does serve you, too, in your life. So I think that don't ever lose that. That is something that it's it's a gift and not everybody can be vulnerable. And I think that you wear that really well.
1: Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I don't think I would. I'm not going to become that cynical of a New Yorker, but I, I'm going <laughs> to. Jenna knows what I'm talking about. Um, but I think that I'm just going to just be a little bit more discerning on the people that I choose to kind of surround myself with. And I think that I've been doing that more rec- like over the last couple of years, and I think that it has served me well. But that's what I would tell my, my younger self out of college anyway. Love Love yeah. It. All right. So any last bits, any last
2: anything? We're all gonna make it. We're all gonna survive, hopefully. Yes. Destiny
1: rules. <laughs> yes, Jenna will be going to Florida next year because she missed it for CSM. I know. I know, no CSM in Florida this year, but we did videotape our performance. Little plug, Jenna and I have a thing at CSM on February 11th, that's 7 p.m. Join us for uh, our pre-recorded uh, topics on- Social media. Social media. Basically. Yeah, basically, how to, how to use yeah. social media, and mainstream media to improve your uh, presence as a physical therapist. And then I think, but I'm not sure, we might have a live Q&A afterwards at 8 p.m.
0: Yes, we're still clarifying. But I don't
1: know. <laughs> so we'll find out. So anyway, um, thank you so much, Julie and Jenna and Lex uh for all of your hard work and all of your commitment and i love you all all three of you i was gonna say i love you both and then ah lex no i'm just kidding i love all three of you um and i really from the bottom of my heart thank you so much thank you as well thank you karen all right and everyone thank you so much for listening um i wish you all the very best and and fingers crossed for a better 2021 and stay healthy wealthy and smart So a big thank you to Julie, Jenna, and Lex, and of course, NetHealth for sponsoring the podcast as they have done all year. So again, if you want to find out more about the Redoc Patient Portal, which provides a secure line of communication between you and your patients, conduct virtual uh, visits, have follow-up conversations with your patients via secure messaging when it's convenient for you, patients have 24-7 secure and on-demand access to their therapy health information without phone calls and voice messages. To learn more, contact them at redoc, that's R-E-D-O-C, at nethealth.com. And of course, thank you all for your support and for listening throughout the year. Have a great 2021.
0: Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.